Hi, and welcome to Drive It, Convert It for August 29th, 2006. This is episode 11, Internet Marketing Diversity. Drive It, Convert It is the podcast where small and medium-sized businesses learn the marketing strategies and tactics behind driving more traffic to their websites and converting that traffic into qualified leads and sales. Drive It, Convert It. Well, it's been over a month since the last Drive It Converted podcast. Thanks for sticking with me. It's been a busy summer. I uh, went on vacation. That's that's one of my excuses. And then then when I got back, I tried to catch up. And then I went to a conference and then tried to catch up. (laughs) A little bit more vacationing. And I'm still trying to catch up. But the, the podcast gods were calling my name and promising retribution if I didn't get things going again. So here I am getting things going again. Actually, I have been dying to get the podcast uh, up and running and, and out there to you. There's a ton going on. And I'm fresh from the latest Search Engine Strategies Conference up in San Jose. And clients are keeping us on our toes here at Bastion Internet. They're, they're pushing some limits and, and we're exploring new territory <laughs> together. So if you want the details of my vacation, you got to send me an email because from here on in, this podcast is all about driving traffic to your website and converting it once it's there. We're going to start by reviewing the Summer Search Engine Strategies Conference. Uh, That's going to lead me into what's hot and what are the trends in internet marketing. And from there, the main event, I want to talk about the importance of diversity within your online marketing plan and how we're going to get you started down that path. Finally, with the with that diversity in mind, I'm going to give you a forecast of the upcoming podcast series. I still drive it converted, but a series within the series. So, first off, search engine strategies. I attended the search engine strategies conference up in San Jose. It's up for me because I'm uh, talking to you from the Southern California area. And for those of you that are familiar with search engine strategies, you know how much information gets thrown at you over a four day period. For those of you who aren't familiar with these conferences, and I do recommend that you get uh, get to them, they're, they're very worthwhile, um, let me give you the rundown. Um, Search Engine Strategies, it's, it's also known as SES, it's put on by Incisive Media, and it's chaired by Danny Sullivan of Search Engine Watch fame. Um, undoubtedly, you've, you've probably listened to some of his podcasts as well, if you're listening to mine. And it runs over a four-day period and follows a pretty pretty typical uh, trade show slash conference um, type or style of format. There's uh, there's five hour to hour and a half sessions running at any given time, sort of in tracks, and that's repeated four times a day. So over the course of the the three and a half four days, uh, you've got oh, over I think over seventy sessions. And the sessions break down into, into different focuses. You've got ones more targeted toward beginners, ones targeted advanced users. You've got an SEO track, an advertising track, a B2B track. You've got vertical tracks like shopping search and local search. It's really got something for everyone. Now, the sessions themselves are a little bit of teaching, a little bit of opinion, lots of Q&A. Uh, most of the sessions have uh, three or four panelists, and they're, they're subject matter experts, and then there's a moderator sort of coordinating it all. And each panelist gives a 10 to 15 minute presentation offering their, their slant or their take on, on the particular subject. And then it gets opened up for questions. Now, based on how many people put up their hands when the moderators ask uh, certain demographic questions, it seems like I'd say about 60% of the attendees, at least 60% in the, in the sessions that, that I attended, 
are, are in-house employees. They work directly for a company that's employed them to do um, search engine marketing or internet marketing or some kind of marketing at that specific company. So they're, they're, they're not related to a search engine firm or a marketing firm. The other 40% tend to be that. They're from internet marketing firms of one description or another. Now, my numbers could be way off. I, I've never seen anything published on it. It's just the, the sense that I get from attending. Now, there's also an exhibition floor where there's a good uh, 100 or so vendors that uh, range from SEO companies to dot coms to analytics software firms, sort of all over the map. So it's fun to go see what's, uh, what's new with them as well. Anyway, I don't want to make this a total commercial for search engine strategies, but go to the searchenginestrategies.com website for more information if you'd like. To. I think the next one is, the next full one's in Chicago. I think they're doing a, a more verticalized one in Los Angeles in October on multimedia. Well, one of the things I look for when I go to these conferences is, is trends, where things seem to be heading, what's sort of heating up. In marketing, if you're always following other companies' leads, you'll likely always be following other companies. Sort of stands to reason, huh? There's the old thing about if you're not the lead dog, the view never changes. Um, anyway, if you can get out in front of the trends a little, you stand a much better chance of success. Some pitfalls, too, though, of being out there. Now, one of the most highly attended sessions at uh, this particular conference was on social search and social networking. Now, I think it was highly popular because it's pretty new and a lot of us are pretty unsure of, of what directions it might be taken. So we're, we're trying to get a beat on, on what's hype and, and what's real. We're trying to figure out how we want to play. How, many, how much resources or how many resources do you put into something without having a good idea of the payoffs or the, the risk versus uh, return? Now, it's always a little dangerous because new stuff is, is alluring. And if you're like me, you work so much with standard SEO and search engine advertising that it can start to seem a little mundane at times. So when something new comes along, you want to jump all over it. And then you step back and you look at the statistics and you see what an over, over, sort of overwhelming amount of traffic is still being generated by those, uh, those sort of two 500-pound gorillas, optimization and, and pay-per-click. So it can be dangerous to go after the new alluring marketing vehicles. I call them marketing vehicles uh, because, one, they, they drive traffic, and two, because they're, they're sort of self-contained. Anyway, back to the, the danger of pursuing the new mysterious strategies. Uh, um, it, it can be a bit of a pitfall because you're taking your eye off the big ball. However, it can be more dangerous not to pursue them. If you don't diversify, and that, that includes doing things that are new to you and not necessarily new to everybody else, you will absolutely suffer from that decision. Uh, I was thinking about some scenarios. Let's run, run through a few. So let's say that you think SEO, optimization, is the place to be, those natural listings. Well, it certainly can be, and there's no question that it's made a lot of people rich. Uh, until they got banned or shoved down in the rankings by an algorithm change or a spurt of competition. Now, now, have you also noticed that Frugal and Google's local search results have started showing up high in the rankings of your search engine results page? How's your Frugal ranking doing these days? And are those Frugal results knocking you down in the rankings an inch or two? So if you rely on leads just from the natural search results, what happens when those results suddenly dry up, those leads dry up? Now, a lot of companies have been thrown into a panic for just that reason. Now, a lot of times you can go way down in rankings and it's just a temporary thing. You bounce back after a week or two. 
But if that's where you're getting all your business, that's where all your business is coming from, and now it's suddenly gone, it's disappeared, and you've got you know salespeople banging on your door, you're under a ton of pressure to do something, to take some action. You just can't sit there and do nothing, which is often the right thing to do. So you're sort of forced to take action just so it looks like you're trying to do something. If you had some other traffic driving vehicles in place, the pressure's off a little bit. You can wait it out. You can justify that and see what's real and what's not in this rankings bump or rankings shuffle. Are you going to bounce back or are you going to really have to take some action? So let's say that uh, instead of search engine optimization, you think you're safe by driving leads through some you know, search engine advertising, some pay-per-clicks. Hey, you, you pay, your ads show up, people click, you get customers. Well, then along comes Google and their quality score. <laughs> now it's not just a matter of price bids. It's now like click-through rates and the relevance of landing pages. They're affecting the rank of your sponsored ads. Plus, with all the TVOing going on today, just you know, there's a lot more competition flowing in from companies looking for better places to spend their advertising dollar than, than like television. So how that's going to affect your cost per click in your ranking? Here's something to think about. Do you know what two of the highest downloaded Firefox extensions are? A script blocker and an ad blocker. A lot of ads get delivered through scripting. Do you think that might have an effect on your Google and Yahoo pay-per-click business? If history has shown us one thing, it's shown us that people like to block ads. Don't think that Google and Yahoo's ads are immune to that. Are you getting a little, uh, getting a little sick of seeing AdSense on sites all over the place? <laughs> Me too. Uh, that's Where is that Firefox extension? Maybe I should be installing that puppy. And maybe once I've turned it on, it'll block the ads on the search engine on the search engine results pages too. I think you get the point. Nothing is safe. So if you haven't already started getting systems in place to diversify efficiently and effectively, you need to. Now another trend: longevity. Longevity goes hand in hand with trust. It seems. If you've been around a while, people tend to trust you a little bit more. I heard, again, heard of a Google Sandbox. There's some pretty good indicators that length of time you've been doing something means something in this website marketing world of ours. It's pretty hard to go out and get a, a new link that's two years old. You would have had to have done that you know, a couple of years ago. So the key to longevity is to get started now. In a few years, you'll have it. Meanwhile, why not drive some traffic and have some fun while we're, while we're getting there? I, I think it was John Lennon, I might be wrong on this, that said 90% of success was just showing up. I'm not sure that I totally agree with that exact percentage, but the principle still applies. You've got to get in the game if you want to score and if you want to win. And most people, they sit on the couch and they're content to watch. You're probably listening to these podcasts because you're not, you're not like that. You want to get in the game or you're already in the game and you want to score more and you want to win. So how do we all get more into the game? Well, Drive It Converted is shifting back to the Drive It side of the coin. Over the next several podcasts, I'm going to talk about getting into different games. And I'm, we'll, we'll call it the Getting Started series. So what do you want to get started with? What do you want to diversify into? Well, lots of things. We're going to talk about social search and social networking. We're going to talk about podcasting. 
blogging. Yeah, it's been out a while, but you're still not doing it, are you? We're going to revisit some, uh, some. they're not golden and old. These are pretty new in some respects, but some more vertical search engines like shopping search and local search. So have you pushed on any press releases lately or e-zines or newsletters? That's why I'm calling it the Getting Started series, but don't let that fool you. I'm going to be lacing it with something for everyone, whether you're a beginner or whether you're an old hand. I really can't wait for the podcast on social search and social networking. I am excited about it, but I'm also sort of dreading it all at the same time. You know, I'm, I'm 42 years old. Do I really need a MySpace account? Do I really need to start digging stuff? Is social search a gold mine, or is it going to turn out to be a big waste of time? Now, one of the things on the, on the psychological side of things, we, we usually avoid what we fear or what we don't understand. I know a lot of SEOs that hate getting links because they don't want to, to actually have to talk to somebody or communicate with somebody and ask for something. You know, a lot of us have a fear of speaking. So is that you? Are you not looking forward to that first podcast? Um, or you don't understand something. You don't understand all the tech stuff surrounding shopping, search, and how to get that uh, submitted. Eh, don't worry, it's probably just a fad, a fad anyway. Let's face it, let's, uh, we've all got some fear, some apprehension, some lack of understanding. So let's, let's face those down together. Let's go back and revisit some of those online marketing vehicles that we took a look at a few years ago and sort of turned our noses up at, those darn shopping engines. Let's get diversified. A little secret, it's mostly just about repurposing content. So... Uh, that's that's kicking it off, and um, if you haven't subscribed yet, you don't want to miss out. There's going to be that exciting series coming up. You can follow the subscription links on our site, or if you use iTunes, do a search for Drive It, Convert It, and pick us up there. Until then, until the start of the Getting Started series, I am John Bolter for Bastion Internet's Drive It, Convert It podcast, and I am very happy to answer, answer your emails, answer your questions. Visit it at bastioninternet.com or email us at podcast at bastioninternet.com and I will get back to you. See you then. Talk to you then. Bye.